What is going on, guys? And welcome to episode 24 of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. And today, yet again, I am here on all by myself. So it is a solo episode and we are be going, going to be going over an absolutely essential topic that I think used to be massively neglected. But I think the more we kind of get um, moving forwards and kind of people being more of aware of it, it's not becoming so much of an issue now, but um, it's just really, really important to have a good understanding about this. And the topic today we're going to be covering is all about sleep. Okay, why is sleep important? How are we going to improve it? How much sleep should you have? Okay, now, honestly, I just want you to think about this. I want you to think about your fitness journey, your physique transformation, your just general health as a house. Okay, now, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a house when we're going on this fitness journey. We're trying to build an awesome house. We're trying to build a strong house. We're trying to build a sustainable house. Okay. That sounds like a pretty good plan to me. All right. So reason we use a house is because we have three pillars to a successful transformation, to a successful fitness journey. Okay. And those are training and nutrition. And then in the middle, we have mindset because our mindset controls those two. Okay. Now those are your three pillars to success. If we train, we get good results. If we nail our nutrition, we get good results. If our mindset is good, we get good results. Okay. Now a house is no good without a roof. Now your roof is your lifestyle. Because if you cannot fit your training, your nutrition, and your mindset into your lifestyle, you're never going to be able to stick to things. You're never going to get those long-term sustainable results that you after. Because guess what? Anybody can get results, but very, very few people can actually maintain them. Okay? So your roof is your lifestyle. Now, what does everybody forget? Everybody forgets that you cannot build a strong, good, sustainable house without a foundation. Now, what is your foundation? Your foundation is your sleep. Because if you sleep well, your nutrition becomes easier. There was actually a study done with um, people who slept less than seven hours a night and people who slept more than seven hours a night. And the people who slept less than seven hours a night on average consumed about 500 calories more, excuse me, more than the people who slept um, more than seven hours a night. So 500 calories a day, seven days a week, that's 3,500 calories. 3,500 calories is said to be equal to a pound of body fat. So just simply by sleeping that little bit more, they could have saved themselves kind of, they could have seen a pound of extra fat loss, or they could have eaten 3,500 calories more and been able to maintain their weight. Okay. But not only that, if you're not, if you're, you've slept well, then you're more likely to stay on top of nutrition. You're more likely to be on top of your training. You're going to be move more because you're not going to be sluggish. Your programs and training sessions will be more productive. You're going to get more out of them. Also, your mindset is better. No one ever had a really good night's sleep and woke up going, oh my God, I can't be asked. No, you do that when you don't get a good night's sleep, when you don't sleep enough. So sleep is literally your foundation to absolutely everything, okay? Now, genuinely, you should be aiming for between seven and nine hours of good quality sleep each night. If you're not, then start doing it and watch your life just transform. Your physique will change. Your performance will go through the freaking roof. Okay. Your personal life, you'll be more alert. You'll have more energy. I don't know if you guys have ever just been around somebody who's just got a really good energy. They're always positive. Okay. Sleeping can help that. Okay. Also your professional life is going to go up massively because your productivity is going to be through the roof. You're going to have that energy, motivation, mindset, clarity to go into work and just absolutely crush it. Get those promotions, make more money, be more successful. 
okay and sleep is one of the biggest foundations of this okay so how can you improve your sleep all right i'm going to give you a few of my top tips okay number one is we need to try and make sure that we are going to bed and waking up at pretty much the same time most days okay reason being is that our body works on something called our circadian rhythm now your circadian rhythm is your body's internal clock this is why before like clocks exist it kind of works to do with sunlight so when it gets dark we go to sleep when it gets light we wake up it's your body's internal clock and if we're always going to bed at different times we're always waking up at different times you're just messing with that clock the clock doesn't know what to do so if you're staying up to like you're going to bed at 10 then you're going to bed at 1 a.m then you go to bed at 11 then you go to bed at 3 a.m then you go to bed at 9 your body's just like what are you doing to me i don't know when to switch off and when to wake up so having that regular sleep and wake time so that your body can get into a routine we are all creatures and routine and habits. And this is honestly one of the lowest hanging fruits that you can do to make sure that you really do massively improve your sleep quality. Now, something that can massively help this is something called a reverse alarm. Now, one of our coaches, Johnny, you've all met him on the podcast multiple times. Johnny used to really struggle just to like switching off he'd find himself scrolling on netflix all night or he'd find himself like binge watching seasons or going down a rabbit hole on youtube and he just would end up staying up till like 2 a.m and then he'd feel groggy the next day and he'd wonder why um so what he did is implemented something called a reverse alarm i know a lot of people would do this with super effectiveness okay it sounds so simple but normally people set an alarm to wake up i want you to set an alarm like this is when i go to sleep all right or this is when i need to start winding down to go to sleep I know for me, I don't actually set an alarm because I'm really good at like discipline and things like that. So I know for me, when the clock hits nine, between nine and half nine, I know it's time to start winding down. TV goes off, phone goes away. I brush my teeth, I get into bed, lights go off and then I'm asleep by normally 10, quarter past 10. Half 10 at the very latest, okay? Juice sweat, like swears, like I'm like literally an old man because <laughs> I go to bed so early sometimes, but I'm up early. And I know that if I need to wake up at 5 a.m., I need to get seven to nine hours. So I need to be getting going to sleep between nine and 10 to make sure that I get that. So I set that reverse alarm to make sure that I'm giving myself the sleep opportunity of seven to nine hours, okay? So this reverse alarm, reverse engineer it, I need to wake up at seven, okay? I need seven to nine hours of good quality sleep. That means I need to get to sleep probably but around 11 o'clock, okay? Between 11 and 12 at the very, very latest. But if I can start winding down at half 10, 11, I'll be asleep by 11, half 11, and I'm definitely getting enough sleep. I've got a good sleep opportunity, okay? Honestly, do this and get into a good routine with it and watch your alertness, your cre uh, creativity, your productivity, your energy just absolutely skyrocket, okay? Now, the next one, which is super low-hanging fruit as well, is a phrase called use, make your room a cave. We want to make your room dark, we want to make it cool, and we want to make it quiet, okay? Reason we want to do this is we just don't want any distractions waking us up through the night and things like that. If we're getting woken up, we're disrupting our sleep quality. Yes, sleep quantity, how long we sleep for is important, but sleep quality is equally, if not even more important, okay? You would be better off sleeping six hours of really good quality sleep than eight or nine hours of poor sleep because we all know what a poor night's sleep does for us, okay? So this is a way that we can look after the kind of sleep hygiene and sleep quality, okay? Make sure your room is dark and there's no flashing lights or LEDs or something that's gonna wake you up and ruin that sleep quality. Make sure it is quiet so there's no sounds that are gonna be waking up and disrupting that sleep quality. Make sure it's cool, okay? I can't remember the optimal temperature, but it's something like 16 degrees or something like that um, for the optimal temperature because when our bodies are cooler, it allows us to go into the deepest stages of sleep called REM sleep, which are the most regenerative, 
can't say that word regenerative and the most like where the most recovery happens we'll put it simpler for everyone um and it can be super effective so make sure it's nice and cool if this means having a fan if this means leaving the door open if this means um having a lighter duvet okay something else on that with the cave obviously it wouldn't be a cave but just make sure your bed's comfy sounds so simple but you spend a third of your life sleeping a third of your life working and a third of your life doing other shit spend some money and get a decent pillow be decent duvet decent decent mattress because if you sleep well everything else will improve. I could almost put money on it that the money you spend on a better bed with the better pro- productivity you'll have, you're more likely to get a promotion at work. Or if you run your own business, you're more likely to sign new clients or something like that. So look after your sleep and everything else will look after itself. Okay. So get to bed and wake up at similar time each night, make your room a cave. Okay. Next up. Now we're going to have a little bit of a chat about caffeine. We all know that I like a cheeky monster every now and then. Um, but recently I've actually just massively backed off my caffeine intake because it was definitely creeping up and up and up and it was taking a negative impact on my sleep quality massively. So what most people don't know is that caffeine has a half-life of six hours. And I bang on about this to all of our clients. Okay. So let's say that you had a monster at 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock, that's 200 milligrams of caffeine. Six hours later at 6 p.m., you're still going to have half of that in your system. So you've got 100 milligrams, 6 p.m. At 12 p.m., you're still going to have half of that 100 in your thing. So you have 50 milligrams, okay? So you can see that if you're consuming caffeine towards the end of the day, you're going to have caffeine in your sleep when you're trying to caffeine in your system when you're trying to sleep and caffeine is a stimulant and yes people are oh yeah i can have a coffee before bed and i get to sleep fine i'm like yeah you get to sleep but are you having good quality sleep are you resting are you recovering are you regenerative <laughs> okay so that you can get the most out of the next day and the answer is absolutely not so my rule for myself is i don't consume any caffeine after 10 a.m for me most people i say 11 or 12 um just because i'm really sensitive to it and then also um, I go to bed earlier than most people, but find your cutoff point where you feel like I'm getting good quality sleep. For me, it's 10 a.m. For most people, it's 11 or 12. Okay. If you want to have something after you, make sure you have decaf or have a herbal tea, something which has a very, very low caffeine intake. And by the way, tea has pretty much the same amount of caffeine as coffee for those people who don't realize. Okay. Um, so just be really mindful about that caffeine because it can massively negatively impact that sleep quality. And we know how important sleep quality is. Okay. Next one is going to be trying to avoid blue light. So blue light is emitted from phone screens, computer screens, LED lights, and our ceilings, which most people have now, all these different things. Now, blue light suppresses the production of something called melatonin in our brains. All right. Now, melatonin is responsible for allowing us to kind of know when to go to sleep and also keeping us asleep. So if we're suppressing the production of that, it's interfering with our body's circadian rhythm. Now, the reason that we didn't just stay up all night when we were cavemen and there was no lights is because it got dark. That said, right, go to sleep. Now, with this artificial light and blue light and LEDs, it's telling us not to produce melatonin in our brains and it's telling our brains not to go to sleep. So trying to avoid it within a couple of hours of going to bed is really, really important. Okay, so sit in a really like dimly lit room. Don't sit with the lights on fully before you go to bed. Try and avoid screens before bed, as which is be my go-to. If you are going to use your phone, put night shift on so the screen goes that orangey thing, okay? Even better, get yourself some blue light blocking glasses. You can literally get some off Amazon for a really, really cheap price. Um, Raw Optics is another incredible brand. They're not cheap, but I would generally recommend them massively, okay? 
Um, and those blue light blockers, they're just orange tinted, and then you can have the lights on, watch the TV, and just not worry about the blue light, basically. Okay. So that would be an absolutely essential one. And genuinely, I implemented kind of putting the blue light blockers on before bed. Now that's part of my routine of like switching off rather than working or training or whatever. I put the blue light blockers on, like, oh, right, time to chill out. And then I can create habits with and I create a nighttime routine, which is massively important. Okay. And then the last one, a little bit more kind of outrageous and out there, but please don't get offended. I can say this on a podcast because nothing's regulated what I would say. Your bed is for two things. It is for sleeping and it is for sex. Okay. If you're just sitting in your bed watching hours and hours of Netflix, then all of a sudden you're associating your bed from a habit perspective of staying up and watching TV. If you can literally associate your bed with two things, trust me, when you get into bed, it means one or two things. You're going to sleep or you're, uh-huh, you're getting it on. Okay. <laughs> um, so honestly, those two are absolutely essential. Okay. Now it's super, super easy. Five tips. They're really, really simple. Make sure you try and get to bed at a decent time and wake up at a similar time each day. Make your room a cave, make your room a cave, make it dark, cool, and quiet. Um, avoid caffeine and just be very mindful about your caffeine intake. Avoid blue light before bed. And then lastly, we want to make sure that the bedroom is only for two things, sleep and sex. Okay. Now guys, just Following on a little bit more from that, okay, something which I've personally been doing in terms of my night nighttime routine is, one, the, the routine of champions in my eyes is making sure that you start your morning, your morning routine the night before. You start the day before the night before. You plan your day the day before. So when I finish up work for the day, uh, Kieran, the mindset coach, was I'm hoping to have on for an episode in the future, he has me doing writing down four things each day just to try to kind of be really look after my mental health, stay on top of the world, be super grateful and just be, live, be in a really good place. So before, once I finish my day, I plan out what I have to do the next day. Um, and I literally never write more than five things. And those are my five tasks get done. I write them in order of importance as well. Then I go on and I just write three things that I'm super grateful for. It could literally be like, I'm grateful for the sunset, the, the sunrise this morning, this morning was freaking stunning. I'm grateful for having the opportunity to help so many people achieve incredible results and become the best version of themselves. I am grateful for having my parents just around the corner. I can go and see them at any point. I am grateful for, it could literally be anything. This cup of tea is absolutely banging. Like it could literally be that, but just something. The more we bring this gratefulness to our conscious mind, the more our subconscious mind will start to think about it. Okay. And the more you will be grateful. Okay. Then he has me write one thing that has been lucky for the day. So, few weeks back, like after recording this podcast, um, I basically had, I had a flat tire turned out, I ended up needing four new tires and it cost me an absolute fortune. It cost me like 600, nearly 600 quid for four new tires. But I looked at that as something lucky. I was like, Oh, I'm lucky that I had that flat tire and I saw that I needed the tires. Cause now I'm lucky that I didn't end up having a crash. If we can kind of rewire how our brains think and start to see more lucky things, then you'll become more lucky because luck doesn't exist. Lucky people put themselves into more positions to be lucky, okay? So just be mindful of luck and where was I lucky today? What happened? What was this? Okay, and just finding the good things, the grateful, make you more positive and improve that mindset and it can massively help, okay? And then I've done that. I'm switched off for the day. Have my dinner, have my breakfast, have my nighttime routine, brush my teeth, blah, 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 blah. You've got to find what works for you. But trust me, if you can have a nighttime routine, my biggest advice is starting the routine for the next day, the night before. So I know for me, I wake up in the morning and I do like 90 minutes of work. So I have my laptop downstairs. I even have the coffee mug out with the coffee in it. So I literally got to pour the water in. 
because I've said this so many times before, your willpower is like a muscle. The more you use it, the more decisions you have to make, the less likely you are to stick to things. Okay. So I put the coffee out so I don't have to decide like what mug I want. Take the decision making out of things. Okay. Because having good sleep will energize us to then make better decisions. But if you take the decisions out of it, guess what? You're going to feel like fire. People ask me like, why are you always motivated all the time? I'm like, I'm not, I'm disciplined, but I'm also getting so good at managing these little things, taking decision-making out of it, ma managing my energy and all these different uh, kind of things. It's freaking awesome. And if you can master it, generally watch your life improve in so many different ways. So guys, a little bit of a shorter one today. I hope that was super, super useful. Um, honestly, if you are not implementing these, make sure you are. Let me know in the comments below, how many of these are you implementing? What do you struggle with? Do you sleep well? And then if you're kind enough, please share this episode to your Instagram story. Give me a tag, Simon Johnson Fitness. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I really, really appreciate it. And if anybody is interested in one-to-one -one coaching with us or getting access to the Shred Squad app, which is now live, by the way, which is freaking incredible. I cannot wait. Check out the links in the descriptions below and I will see you in the next one.